What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Keeping It Real, a podcast where we point out certain cliches and unrealistic tropes found in films and TV series. As always, I'm your host, India, and today's guest is a good friend of mine. Aiden. <laughs> we in this. Let's go. You have to say your last name. Really? For what? They, they don't need to know that. Oh, okay. So today... We're going to actually talk about the 1988 hit movie, Coming to America, which stars Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. How did how did you like the movie? The movie? Okay. First of all, Eddie Murphy is a great actor. We all knew that. Dude is versatile. He can play any single role. Like, it, have you ever watched uh, Martin? It was like in the yeah. 90s. How Martin played different characters in that? It's exactly like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy's older than Martin Lawrence. <laughs> I know, but like he gave me the same kind of vibes, you know. I really did, because I didn't watch the movie for the first time until like last year. Not gonna lie. So even though it's like a, the '80s hit, I didn't watch it until like 2020. <laughs> I didn't watch it till the second one was coming out, and I saw that uh, Burner Boy was doing some music for it. So valid reason, yeah. Like but no, Burner it was Boy. a good movie. It was a very good movie. Yeah, which is crazy because I grew up watching this movie mm. since I was like five years old. That's a long time. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I, you watch the same movie. It's because of my mom. It's crazy. I was an only child for like ten years, so whatever my mom watched, I would watch. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I watch coming to america at least three times a year mm -hmm. at least all right so what central theme do you get from it every single time you watch like i feel like <laughs> after a while it, it just becomes bland like what do you receive from it watching it's it now like entertaining it's funny i think when i watch it it's not more so the movie it's it's usually like the memories mm -hmm. of like certain scenes of just like watching it with like my grandma mm -hmm. or my sister now, i'm not gonna lie the first time i watched it um it was crazy because I, I didn't expect them, uh, the opening scene, you know, movies from the 80s, <laughs> you, people coming out, bare breast out everywhere, you know. <laughs> I come, I was over here watching it and my little sister comes in and goes to my, to, to my mom and goes, Aiden is watching <laughs> nudes. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I supposed to explain this to my parents that? Well, it was only for like two seconds. Two seconds is enough for kids to latch on to it forever. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But... It was more so casual back then. Yeah. Now people make such a big deal. Yeah, no, that's one thing. This movie wouldn't do great in this economy or in this certain time right that we're in right now. I mean, yeah, that's Think about fair. it. I mean, not just because... The amount, of, the amount of jokes that they... The type of jokes that they tell. Yeah, based off the jokes, not just because, like, a woman's, like, breasts were out. Yeah, but also that's not happening in this. You <laughs> saw you saw what happened in the second movie. They had to cover it up. I don't know. I feel like movies and TV shows, they're like more explicit nowadays. Yeah, I, I guess in their actions, but uh, not really in the wardrobe department. They they sometimes, they try to stick to not too much nudity, not too much mm. skin now. Let's be honest. Like compared mm. to back then, the rules and regulations of the films were not as uh, up to like kid friendly as these days. I know. Like now it's like not kid friendly. What I you feel. mean? I'm so like desensitized to like the anatomy just because I see it all the time in of like course. movies. Mm -hmm. So it's like. What movie are you talking about in particular? <laughs> what movie did you get well, this Okay, not just from? movies, but Euphoria. Yes. That okay, that's just an HBO show. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> HBO is going to HBO, you know? <laughs> but no, honestly, the um the episode they were doing in there, 
it was, it's a little di- bit different than a standard that we have now. A lot of companies try to go for kid-friendly materials or family materials. So uh, you can see, as I said, like you saw in the second one, like they try to cover it up more. Um, the jokes were not as a, a offensive and they were trying to be a more progressive in the storyline and in the storytelling of the whole entire show. So I feel like, yeah. though, the world building wasn't too great. Yeah. As in, it, we were locked into two different locations and that's it. I feel like there wasn't really much depth behind that. Zamunda as a as a country, as a as a kingdom, <laughs> could have been explored a little more That's in both true. in both movies. I feel like just sticking it to the palace kind of limits the amount of stuff that we can learn about the people, a amount of stuff that you can learn about the culture. Well, obviously it's a movie, so like there was a reason for it, and I don't think learning too much of the culture was a part of the story yeah it was like only some just yeah. to like push the story forward yeah. anything else was kind of like to the viewer's imagination yeah or assumptions i get that but no um once again i think the movie is great it was funny it made me <laughs> laugh a couple of times and it's just funny the inaccuracies that they have about africa or people from <laughs> africa or the the fake accents it, it's it's always hilarious to me yeah, that I mean, that's what I always like when I ask you, like, what are the inaccuracies that you see in coming to America? Definitely the animals all in the background. <laughs> Definitely. that That's not that's not normal, guys. Don't yeah. don't go to Africa. Don't go to these resorts thinking you're going to have uh, monkeys in the backyard and giraffes <laughs> eating in the morning. It's just it's not how it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing. I don't know. I think a lot of the inaccuracy didn't come from a culture standpoint because I re- can't really talk about a fake culture as Zamunda, you know. I do like the attires, though. The attires definitely try, uh, stuck to a lot of African traditional clothing. Other than that, the only inaccuracies I saw was just more like mainstream stuff, like things that just wouldn't work in the real real world, you know. Yeah, so generic like, movie yeah. things that like yeah. people just gloss over i mean like the currency exchange it would not have been that good (laughs) (laughs) it would not have been that great like you think they would have been broke broke it doesn't matter how much gold they had on them it just african currency compared to the american dollar it's just it wouldn't work (laughs) (laughs) and let's be honest in new york who's gonna care that you're a king (laughs) everybody in new york thinks they're the main character (laughs) So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But no, I don't think their prince status would have mattered if it was to take place in the real world. So I can say I'm the prince of Zamunda, but who, what is Zamunda? Who is Zamunda? Who cares about Zamunda? Well, like you, know? you just hear the word prince and you just come running. I don't think so. No? No. I feel, at least now. No. People are you, very money If I said hungry. prince, they're going to think of Purple Rain. No, no. <laughs> they're no, gonna think of purple rain. They're not gonna no, think of wouldn't. my status and uh, the African country back there. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy. I when I came to America or when I moved to Michigan, um, my sixth grade class when I transferred schools was in the topic of Africa. They were talking about the geography of Africa. Mm-hmm. So when I got into class, everybody's just staring at me, like this is the kid from Africa. <laughs> He barely knows English. <laughs> <laughs> he must know all about what we're gonna. I learn. swear the teacher was over here talking about the Nile is a river and is a river coming from Egypt, right, Aiden? <laughs> Everybody just stares at me, <laughs> waiting for my confirmation. <laughs> oh, or in uh, high school, actually, I convinced the substitute teacher 
that I was a I was a soon to be king of a, <laughs> of a country in Africa, and they totally believed. It. He was like, "Oh, I didn't want to disrespect you. Are you are you actually a prince? I, I'm so sorry." Sick. <laughs> That's the sickest thing you've ever told me. No, what do you mean? Like <laughs> you convinced a teacher that you were going to be a prince? Hell yeah. For what? Why not? That's sick on their part and on your part. <laughs> like, a, I don't even know what to say. No, it, it was. Uh, I definitely believe that the whole prince thing wouldn't have worked. There's a lot of things that go into that kind of mindset. I didn't think. I don't think the movie would have uh, went exactly the way it did if it was taken in real life. Just because knowing the person that she was, you know, she didn't care about the status. Of course, mm -hmm. she didn't care about um, whether you were king, prince, or whatever. So the significance of him being a prince wouldn't have mattered throughout the movie well i know that that's like the lesson of the movie mm. but i still feel like him being a prince pushed lisa towards him like if some say... guy was like courting me mm. and he was just like some lowly mcdonald's worker i'd be like okay you're a cool guy he you're... probably has a good personality you're... yeah you have a nice personality <laughs> you're cool you're funny i guess but then like two weeks later if he was like, I'm actually a prince and I want to marry you, I'd be like, oh, okay. Would you say yes? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Why, though? Because he's a prince. And he was, like, cool. Yeah, like, he was cool and nice, but, like, the real factor, the deciding factor is that he was a prince. Now, uh, him being a prince at the end, I didn't think really helped his case much because he's, <laughs> his dad came and literally basically <laughs> just told everybody that we do not want no peasants in our household you know so so i i at the same time even though i think the prince status might have pushed her a little bit it also kept her away thinking about am i going to be able to partake in that am i going to be able to go into this place and feel like i'm at home go into this place and feel wanted and needed in in such a place you know but love is blind love no it's not Love is blind. Says who? It blinds you. Says who? Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> no, love it. Love, love is definitely love. Love. Love is not blind. It's not completely blind. Let me just say that. It's um, it's far sighted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one either. But no, um, the movie setup and uh, what was happening. I feel like um, it's just unnecessary. You come to America, yeah, you're a prince. You got all this gold, first of all. But then you want to work a dead end job. You want to have a, a crappy apartment. It's like to uh, like humble him to humble. Yeah. Like if I were rich, I think about this all the time. I ain't gonna lie. If I was rich, I would, I would work at Target once a week. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I said like I always said like if I ever won a billion dollars in the lottery, hmm. I would still work my job. Yeah. And like work. Yeah. Because why wouldn't I? Why would I just sit here and like spend money and be like pampered to? I wouldn't want, you know, like the rich people things. I would want to be like a normal person. Yeah. I can see he was. Yeah. He can. He was definitely trying to just try to be normal. Yeah. I, uh, from the beginning, he just he hated the whole being pampered thing. Um, yeah. And it's not too different from like celebrities kind of push like taking their children out of the spotlight of course and letting them like live their life and of if course. they want to step into the spotlight they can but if they want to stay out then it's their choice it's yeah no different yeah i can see <laughs> I, I see that but um i guess the reality of things is when you're up there though you're not able to just humble yourself like that it yeah. all comes from like it all comes from the heart it comes from the heart he was yeah. already like kind of like a humble humble dude in the beginning of course because if he he wasn't like semi mm -hmm. who was like oh, i don't want to go to america i want to stay here and be mm -hmm. pampered mm -hmm. 
and asking for money. And I think uh, that that might be just uh, the difference of growing up, because uh, when you when you grow up in a status where you are just the helper, you don't have all the luxuries that the royals do. You want to kind of get to it, but the royals want to get to a normal life. Yeah, just like how um, when people are poor, they rather rich, live the rich life. Not knowing that some of the richest richest people might want to be less rich or less uh, uh, a little closer to the border side, so they can live a normal life too. So, more Classic. money, more problems. Classic grass is greener on the other side. <laughs> but going back to the whole like, would this be acceptable like today? Mm. Like you said, like probably not. Mm-hmm. But I wish it. I wish it could be because it's compared to like. Everything that, like, has come out or, like, all the horribly offensive movies that we've had in history, it could make it. Keeping it not too too offensive. The jokes are pretty lighthearted. They're not anything about attacking someone's character or a certain race or group of people. So I feel like it could probably go for a little bit in this market. Because no matter what you do, especially now, like, um, there's a lot of things that you have to be careful with. Because mm-hmm. not everybody's going to be happy. You can't please everyone. And this type of movie is not going to please the mass majority. Um, so I feel like it would be one of those like under, um, undercover like great movies that <laughs> a lot of people don't really know about. Yeah. Yeah. This movie in this type of environment would be definitely like just under the radar hit. <laughs> it wouldn't be pushed mainstream, I don't believe. Would, yeah but eddie murphy i feel like has a cult kind of following like in the background so you can always you can there's always going to be some eddie murphy fans and so if it was released today i still see it it'll still gain some traction yeah he would still get a good get a good buck yeah there's a reason why the second movie made a good buck too so Ugh. you don't really like the second movie no <laughs> once i don't for me <laughs> the the jokes kind of die down but once again, there was more funny situations that were happening in the show. That's fair. So I don't know. And then the storyline did kind of go down for me too. It's like it kind of lost its value. <laughs> but overall, the cine- the just the quality was better. Yeah. I feel like the storytelling was a little bit more, um, more defined. As in, like this is the certain, this is what's gonna happen, and that's really it. Mm-hmm. We kind of already knew what was gonna happen you know he's continuing his legacy he's gonna continue encouraging his kids as much as um his parents that can encourage him to go out and do what he needed to do it really did give a progressive message but um yeah it's not true to life though not true to life not at true all to life now african parents can be really strict what's up listeners i hope you all are enjoying the episode so far While my guests and I take a quick break, be sure to follow Keeping It Real on Instagram for any updates on when the next episode will air. Our tag is Keeping It Real Podcast. Real is spelled R-E-E-L podcast P-D-C-S-T. Again, our tag is Keeping It Real R-E-E-L P-D-C-S-T on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the conversation. Welcome back to Keeping It Real. Hope you enjoyed the break. Now we're going to pick up the conversation with the whole question of 
should should movies from like 20 30 years ago get sequels today or prequels um well or be rebooted reboots are fine i mean like the, I the whole the whole point of reboots is to try to bring it to a younger generation so they can understand or know what's going on but sometimes it's just stupid because the message is diluted and the whole entire thing seems like a, a whack knockoff it's like uh one of those movies you'll get from the side of the streets, you know. It's not Lion King, side it's Lion the, Queen, you know. Side of the streets. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I don't know. Sometimes sequels or reboots, they ruin like the flair and it the does. originality it of does. the original movie. It's definitely a money grab. When you go to these second movies, these it, it just loses the flair of the first one. But then at the same time it makes sense the companies want to make money. I mean, just be original. If you can't come Just up with, original. if you can't come up, you know how hard with, that is. I know it's hard, especially these days. Every single story has already been told. They just make sequels, not for like the story and like the other characters that you loved. Mm-hmm. They make it for like the actors in real life. Yeah, to push them more like yeah. into the spotlight. Just a cash grab. Like in coming to like the second coming to America, coming they to had coming America. to America. <laughs> They had, um, I forgot her name, Leslie. What? Leslie. Leslie. The the comedian from SNL. I do not know the name. Uh, but no, uh, coming to America, like, pushed so many different actors and so many different people, so many different celebrities out there that, um, yeah, I can see what you mean by th- it was not really for the purpose of the story it was not really for the purpose of entertainment. It was more like we have something that works and we're just going to add more big names to it so we can get more yeah. money. Leslie Jones. Hmm. I'm not going to remember that name. Okay. Well, Leslie Jones, not only was she in the coming to America, but hmm. she was in like the reboot of Ghostbusters. They just put her in person. there just because, like so. just to push her and see like how the audience would take. Yeah. Wesley Snipes was in it. Wesley could, Snipes is com- making a comeback for some reason. <laughs> of course. Shout out to him. <laughs> Shout out to him. Wesley Snipes is fire. But that's that's really what it is nowadays. A lot of a lot of movies, I want to say a lot of movies, but uh, big movies need big names. If you don't have that big name, sometimes your movie don't do as well. Or it doesn't know. get pushed out that much. I mean, yeah. In terms of money, yes. But unlike a personal aspect i'd rather you show me a nobody yeah that's and a good actor that's a good <laughs> actor and like make them kind of like portray this character and yeah. not the other way around like this character is beyonce you're weird you should listen to uh coming to america 2 soundtrack though that one has a lot of good Afrobeats in it it's not too bad i have been in my Afrobeats bag lately everybody like it's just taking the world by storm oh like back in 2000s, like I, w- I wouldn't be able to play African music because I would get bullied. <laughs> but nowadays, everybody's just on it. They're like, oh, my gosh, is this Burner Boy? Oh, my gosh, is this WizKid? Oh. I'm like, yeah, guys, y'all late. <laughs> We're already moving on to the next thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I. <laughs> African culture was not cool at all. And I'm surprised this movie even, like, even even got some things right, honestly, because in the eighties, I'm thinking no one knows 
the hell African culture is. No one really cares for it. So it's like <laughs> the fact that it was able to be such a huge success is it's, it's kind of good to see. But now African culture is being pushed heavy. Black Panther, everything else. Everything <laughs> I, don't know, else. I, don't know, I don't watch too many movies, but <laughs> African culture is being pushed heavily. Heavy. Black <laughs> Afro beats. That's the biggest thing. Afro beats. Yeah. Everybody knows Burner Boy now. Yeah. Everybody boy. Everybody knows Remy. Yeah. Everybody knows uh, Whiskey. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's Gems. just cool. It's cool to be African nowadays. But isn't that like a good thing? Yes. That's a good thing. That Bringing awareness African, to different, different cultures are being like brought to light and of course. being put in movies. Of course. That's a good thing. Yeah. But if you're not doing it like the Black Panther, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Because so Black Panther, like, they got everybody involved. I don't know too many movies or too many people that actually go out and do their due diligence of doing research, finding people who are actually from that culture to play those roles. I mean, you can have someone act those roles, but it's always gonna, it's not going to feel as natural someone actually doing what they do on a regular basis. Yeah. And it's also, I think it's because, um, you know, you want to get it right. Mm-hmm. Back when Coming to America was made, it's like... Who cares? We, we can get it right or wrong. Who cares? Of course. The movie's going to make money either way. Of course. But now it's like we have to get it right or at least like 98% correct. Craziest thing is like I don't believe they didn't do that much due diligence in trying to figure out what's going on. But um, in Coming to America, they did try. To, they did get the clothing correctly. That's the one big thing. Yeah. I feel like that was a big step. If I was if I was watching these in the 80s and I'm from Africa, I would have been like, hell yeah. That's <laughs> dope. But honestly, th- they got that one part right. The clothing? Yeah. Would you say it's Not like the gold, though. Not the, not not the king's the clothing. But the the commoners, when they were coming into that party, mm-hmm. the different dresses with different designs, all that, is, it was pretty accurate. So would you say the clothing is like the easiest to get right, but of everything course. else is? Of course. I mean, getting accents is hard. Getting languages is hard. But um, clothing is probably the easiest because you can actually see it and replicate it. And also you can just buy it on Instagram. <laughs> let's be honest Facebook uh, marketplace uh, i don't know about that one but <laughs> definitely on instagram you can african prince store <laughs> well i do want to ask so like for pretty much like the entire movie they're like speaking english there's no like they don't really like switch over to like their native tongue yes and like i sit next to you all the time and like that's what you do all the time when you're on your phone calls <laughs> is you just switch back and forth what you trying to say i'm saying like <laughs> is that that's not normal in the I, movies i i don't know maybe since the moon is such a made-up country i don't think they went too far into making up their own language well not you know? make up their own language but like like you said in black panther like they at least use like a real language to communicate and then you just, you know, you just put subtitles. Now, obviously, like, not everyone wants to sit there and just read subtitles. Of course. With Black Panther, they mixed a lot of different languages into it, too. But, um, yeah, no, that, I see what you mean by that. But this was the 80s. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Once again, who cares about Africa But in the at 80s? least, like, for the sequel, like, they still didn't really do it. Yeah. It was like the whole country yeah. of Zamunda was, like, Americanized. Yeah, Americanized. The McDowell's opening right next to it. <laughs> With like the animals in the back. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, no, I mean, in the 80s, I don't think anybody really cared about Africa. I mean, my, my country has been free for almost 60 years. So that's literally 
like they, they, when this movie came out, they would probably be celebrating like the twentieth year of independence or something. So there would still be such a young culture, a young um, government that no one really cares about it. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> but that's life. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's sad. Uh, but no, the, the second movie too. They, they, I definitely think they could have tried, probably tried to infuse more, um, more of the languages in there too. Mm-hmm. And that's that that goes on to world building too. Um, yeah. Like the, it wasn't. I don't think the the movie relied too much on world building. It's about the story, keeping it Eddie Murphy and <laughs> big names coming up, popping up out of nowhere. Yeah, like Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. I didn't like that edition. I found it weird. Yeah, because it was just Tiana Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Tiana <laughs> Taylor acted like Tiana Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't anyone else. It's like Tiana Taylor as Tiana Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... You know the the second one. They really went for more of, I'm going to grab some money. I, I think it's fair. Do better. For, for entertainment purposes, no. But. No. Everybody want, likes money. That's true. But, like, now you have, like, something that's going to taint. Well, I don't think it's a taint to Eddie Murphy's career, though. Well, not to his career. Just, it's like a little blemish. Yeah. A little smudge little on the dead. screen that you can't get off. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I mean, for the most part, it wasn't the worst sequel yeah. ever. But it definitely wasn't the best. What would you rate the movie? The first one or mm-hmm. the second one? Both. I would rate the first one 8 out of 10. Second one, maybe like a 4 out of 10. A 4? Yeah, 4 okay. out of 10. I mean, it is your personal opinion, so I'm not going to go into it. But... I mean, I went in, like you said, you watched the first movie right before you watched the second movie yeah. in the same, like, Time span. Time span. Within the month. I had the original, the first coming to America mm-hmm. for like the first 17 years of my life. Yeah. And then the sequel comes out and I'm like, okay, it better be good like the first one. Mm-hmm. And it's not. You just had higher expectations. Yeah. And I like for when I watch movies or anything, I rate it based off rewatchability because I rewatch a lot of yeah. things. Coming to America, it. I've rewatched it several times. Yeah. I would I I watched it that one time and never went back. Wow. I mean it's your call, your judgment. Your <laughs> judgment. <laughs> your judgment. But I think uh if you're gonna rate on uh, rewatchability for me, I can't even do it. Like I for me it's hard for me to rewatch something twice. I have I just remember too much stuff and then I I, look, I go back into these movies and I'm like, I remember this happening and I was just boring. I'd expect this to happen. I was just boring, so I mean that's fair. I don't rewatch them back to back. Three times a year is basically back to back. That's not back to back. It's like one in uh, like four months. No, one is like okay at the beginning of the year and it's like February and it's random. Them. Okay. And then when I go home sometime during the summer, it'll probably be on. Yeah. Besides like one time, it'll I'll never like turn it on myself. Yeah. It'll just lo- so happen to come up on TV and then we just sit down and start watching. Okay. So the rewatching, it's really like it's not like from beginning to end. Most of the time it's like, "Oh no way, this is on. I'm going to watch the last 30 minutes." Okay. Or "No way it's on. I'm going to watch like this last hour." Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's under- that's understandable, but I wouldn't rewatch it. Yeah. It's like a one experience for me. Like if I really want to go, if I go back and rewatch it, I'm rewatching it to just fill in some information that I didn't get. I'm not rewatching <laughs> it to be entertained. No, I'm rewatching it for entertainment. Weird. 
And then if I get some new information, I'm like, oh, that's crazy. That's weird. I'll just get the new information <laughs> off of TikTok. <laughs> no. no that's, just, what, that's exactly what I did when I finished Spider-Man in theaters. I went straight to TikTok. What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I don't. I know you don't like the way that I watch some of these movies, but. Did you skip anything in Coming to America? You no, watched it all? I watched it all. I think uh, that's one of the, I, a lot of times I, I like the speed of older movies because it was always straight to the point. But these newer movies is more focused on building a story, making you fall in love with the character. So there's a lot more talking. There's a lot more background information about these people. And I'm like, I don't care. All I need to know is this man is the Princess of Munda. He's going to find a girl in New York. That's all I need to know. Now play out the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy long movies. No. You know? No. I don't enjoy long movies. It depends on what kind of long it is. No, I, ne- I need you to get straight to the point. Obviously, I'm get bored. it was both of the movies were sh- just straight to the point. This is This is what it is. This is what it wants to be. And this is how it ended up being. Exactly. But... <laughs> <laughs> but the movies today is just talk, 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 <laughs> scenic, uh, a very scenic area, then back to talking, and then <laughs> we're going to pan to this really quick scene of them flying, and then back to here. And this is, <sighs> just, just, just fight already just fight. <laughs> if, you're, if it's a marvel movie just fight i don't i don't care about the city, the great uh, skyline of new york and oh my God. and i don't i don't care about the, how the atmosphere is too much and he, and he can't breathe in the space just fight you, we are two different viewers yeah i view for the purpose of just being entertained i don't really care you much have about a very story. analytical way of viewing yeah whereas i'm just you're vibe. vibing you're <laughs> straight vibe. <laughs> i'm just vibing but i'm like get to the point like <laughs> yes i spent money yes i'm here with friends but like no get to the point well i guess with that being said <laughs> i hope you guys enjoyed this conversation about coming to america it was about a lot of random things it was about a lot of random things about reboots and beyonce Beyonce. as nala is nala actually no beyonce is beyonce beyonce is beyonce (laughs) tiana taylor as tiana taylor Mm -hmm. as whoever Mm -hmm. and eddie murphy is just always gonna be eddie murphy of course aiden being aiden india being india that's the podcast and keeping it real being real (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right you guys um you go on and have a nice day and i'll catch you later hey everyone thanks for listening to today's episode i'll be back with another guest soon be sure to follow keeping it real at keeping it real podcast r-e-e-l pdcst on instagram to know when the next episode will air and until then keep it real Soldier friends you love that moment